Uh, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Andrew is thrilled to be here. He is smiling. He is yep. wearing a top hat. He is a bifocal. Yep. Smoking a cigar. He is happy. Andrew, you feeling good? Yeah. That's good. Happy to hear that. Um, I think our last episode was the guest podcast episode with Lucas, who did a fantastic job. Yes, he did. Um, we will most likely have some more guests during this off season. So if you're interested, hit us up. Otherwise, we will uh, seek out a few additional people as well. I have some names in the back of my brain. You guys should also think of some names. Okay. To increase the uh, increase our audience, get people yeah. to listen. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for some more surprise guests. Uh, let's, um, yeah, just surprise guests. Yeah. It was fun. It will be. Um, today we're going to do a very early season schedule prediction. So all we know right now is who we play at home and who we play on the road. We don't know when, uh, we don't know what time. Um, I believe, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, but we'll find the official schedule out in like the middle of May. Yeah, I think yes. it's right around draft time. A little after. Yeah. Okay, so draft is in about two weeks. Um, so then you're saying like a week after that, we'll finally lock in a schedule. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this, I mean, this, I think we'll, we could maybe do like three or four of these. We'll kind of do like a final um, one, maybe like right before the season starts. And that yeah. could be like our, our official predictions for the year. But like right now, obviously we, <clears throat> there's a lot of unknowns. There's still players that are on this team that um, we don't expect to stay on this team. There might be some guys that we have yet to sign or pick up. We have obviously have no idea what our incoming draft class is yet. So uh, a lot of unknowns. So this is just very early, just, judging kind of by what other teams have done and what we have done so far this off season. So how would you guys like to go about doing this? I say just go week by week. Well, we don't know the weeks, so we can't do that. Didn't you just say we were doing a schedule prediction or just a record prediction? Oh, I guess. Why would we predict the schedule? <laughs> Cause his exact text was schedule prediction. I didn't do the schedule, but you just said that, so I'm writing it out right now. I only did wins and losses against their home and away opponent. Okay, that's that's what I meant. So I guess okay. if, um, if I'm if 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 I misspoke, you did, but that's I fine. apologize. But um, considering you probably just misunderstood, um, you're. I'm gonna read off the text right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it, girl. Early season schedule predictions. Okay. Andrew knew what I meant. You obviously knew what I meant. I did, but then That's I was going to what you just it. said here. But yes, let's just then go home and then we'll do the road opponents. Okay, perfect. So kind of round robin um, and then we'll just dive more in depth afterwards. Does that work? 
Yeah. All right. So we'll just kind of somewhat quick. We'll have it just go. I'll say the team, Andrew, Hayes, me. I'll say the team, Andrew, Hayes, me. And then at the end, we'll see what our overall production or um, numbers look like. So Kansas City Chiefs at home. Andrew. <laughs> I don't Restart. know. I was going first. That's what I said. I said you're going first. All right. Restart. Up. At home, Kansas City Chiefs. Loss. 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 <clears throat> At home, Los Angeles Chargers. Win. 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 At home, New Orleans Saints. Win. 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 At home, Tampa Bay Bucks. Win. 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 At home, Chicago Bears. Win. 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 At home, Green Bay Packers. Win. 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 At home, Detroit Lions. Loss. Loss. Win. At home, San Francisco 49ers. Loss. 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 All right, so quick, I guess, home summary. Uh, We are very, very similar. Um. I have us at six and two. It sounds like both of you have us at five and three at home. The only debate we had was you guys having us losing to Detroit at home. I have us beating Detroit at home. So we'll get more into the nitty gritty in a second. Let's do the road. So same structure. I'll say the team, Andrew Hayes, me. Denver Broncos. Win. Win. Loss. Las Vegas Raiders. Win. 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 Atlanta Falcons. Win. 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 Carolina Panthers. Win. Loss. Win. Philadelphia Eagles. Loss. 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 Chicago Bears. Win. Loss. Loss. Detroit Lions. Win. Win. Loss. Green Bay Packers. Loss. Win. Win. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Loss. 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 So this one's definitely going to be, uh, because I could not keep track of what people had overall, so you'll have to speak up. I have us going four and five on the road. Andrew, what do you have? Six and three. On the road? Yep, he has a six and three on the road. I have his five and four. Okay. So then I guess adding up those totals, um, Hayes, what is your, your overall see, um, early season record prediction? 10 and seven. Yep. 11 and five. Not I mean, six. I also have 10 and seven. <clears throat> so um, interesting. Okay. Okay. So you don't have 10 and seven. I do. Not based off what you said. You said mm. six and two and four and five. Yeah. Oh, you said four and five? I did. Yep. So I think we're all right. So we'll we'll ignore what we agreed on, which was majority of the home games. You it sounds like you two are in agreement. I am different. You have why do you have us losing to Detroit at home, but then beating them on the road? Kind of just uh, you're just gonna a split gut. the series in some way, so okay. 
Andrew? Uh, Detroit, Detroit would definitely be the highest competition within the division. Um, and so I really just see them splitting the series. And like he said, uh, you just wanted to uh, pick. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why you guys are wrong. We are one of the best home field teams in the NFL. So if we're going to split against Detroit, we're going to lose to them at Ford Field, and we are going to beat them on our own home turf. Okay? So write that down in your guys' little books, and enough. Popular guys. Write that down in your little books and and take it back home, okay? Does that work for you too? Yeah. Write that down. (laughs) Where did you go? Um, Okay. Um, The road games were a little bit more variable. Uh, I believe we both, we all had a Las Vegas Raiders win. I don't see Jimmy G in the Raiders being super scary. Um, so don't need to go into depth there. I think we all had a Falcons win. We all had an Eagles loss. Um, we all had a Bengals loss, but one of you had us losing to the Panthers. Hayes did. I did. How come? Um, you just have that game. I feel like each season where they lose to a team that isn't as good as they are. Um, it's typically on the road, specifically on the road. Um, I think Carolina is usually a tough place to play, uh, either weather-wise or just they got a good fan base. I think they're going to be a lot better. I think they're going to win the, the the NFC South. So we'll be facing a division division contender. So I think it's a loss, trap game. I could see it. I, I had a similar note when I was looking at the schedule. I think it'll be a huge factor, sort of how these games play out. I see, I see like a, a December home loss versus a not very good team, mm-hmm. uh, and also like a a road loss against a not very good team. I had I marked that it could potentially be like a Vegas loss, just because I don't see them very very good. But of course, Jimmy G will throw for like almost four hundred yards and torch us. Um, but I guess I could see the Panthers. We've only beaten them twice in the last. 14 years yeah we're two and two and five since 2009 that's insane against a typically not very good panthers team um but two and no in the last two mm, nope we are oh i was looking at so we're actually much better than i thought yeah 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 I pulled up the Panthers history, so mistake. You are correct. So actually, Hayes, wrong. You are not right. We will not lose to the Panthers. So write that in your little journal and go home, okay? Okay. <laughs> write that down. Um, you like writing here. down? What, mm-hmm. did, what did you guys have for the Bears road game? Win, easy win. I did have, an, I did have a loss there. I did too, Hayes. Um, Soldier Field, we the Vikings historically don't play very well at Soldier Field. They won last year because they were playing third and fourth string quarterbacks. And um, we've won like the last three years there. 18. 
It's a very tough place to play. Historically, they have not played very well there. Yes, recently they have, but that's been with dumpster fire Bears teams. The Bears are going to be a lot better than they were last year. Cap. They added it. They added a ton of guys. They still have a ton of cap space. Everyone's talking about the Lions. I am 10 times more afraid. Not 10 times. Okay. I'm, I'm more afraid, not this year, but in the future, I'm more afraid of the Bears the next five years than I am of the Lions the next five years. Hmm. So I think they have a terrible back. Terrible take. Not a terrible take at all. I think the Lions are incredibly overhyped. Um, I, I, but in the next five years, I'm more afraid of the Bears with how much cap space they have with the phenomenal draft picks they're going to be able to to have. But they they have to hit, you know. People always just think just because you get a bunch of draft picks doesn't necessarily mean all of a sudden you're pick. going to be good for the next 10 years. They turned that number one overall pick into a wide receiver one. Oh, it's on draft capital. It's a great move. I mean, if I was a Bears fan, I'd be very excited about the the yes. the um the future. No doubt, no denial there. But I'm just saying, you still have to hit on these picks. Um, the Falcons just that's treated... because we're Vikings fans and we never hit on picks is why we're so afraid of first round picks. Yeah, I think probably Both that teams has... look at a first overall pick and they're like, "We're gonna hit," and this is our franchise guy for the next fifteen years. Agreed. But that doesn't okay. Just because you believe that doesn't mean that's going to happen. But then we shouldn't be. So I think we should do. I think happen. we should do an episode where we look at the last ten years of top ten picks and see how many we would define as successful. Because Hayes, I truly think it's less than what you think. I think you think just because you get you get have a top ten pick, you automatically have a superstar on your hands, and I don't think that's a given. And I think you're gonna be Jeff Okuda when you who see the drafted. results. What Andrew? Jeff Okuda, who's drafted in the top five like three years ago, just got traded for a fifth. Yep, that was the that was that was where I was going. That was the point I was going to make. It's it's. Good to not be afraid. I, I agree with you that I think we are very cautious about picks because we've you guys missed have Christian a lot. Ponder PTSD. You just don't listen, do you? you have Christian you Ponder PTSD. <laughs> you have Jeff Gladney PTSD. You have next Griff episode. Fredwell PTSD. Next episode. Now, I guess what you're saying is is not untrue. I agree with you. PTSD with all those guys you just said, but that does not then mean. At some point, you're going to hit, and they haven't hit in a while. True. Again, at some point. But your your rationale for why the Bears are going to all of a sudden be scary just because they have well, – I should rather think they're not going to be scary because they have top ten picks. I think I most think of we the need time to, I don't think we need to have any type of fear for a team that won three games last year until until they do what the Lions did, last, like where, the, where you win, where you're above 500. I didn't say they're going to be good next year. But I said they're going to be better. And I'm saying you don't need to fear a team until they put together a winning season, regardless of if they have 15 first round picks. You can easily turn it around. You can be a first overall pick. No, you can't. You can't easily turn it around. Jaguars just did it. Jaguars were first overall team, then they won their division. The Bengals uh, lost uh, 12 games, and then they were the AFC champion the year later. That's two teams in the last two years who did that. Mm-hmm. I, I would not say it's easy. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't agree that it's just a shoe in. So stay tuned. 
we'll have another episode where we focus on yeah 2013 to 20 or i guess 2012 to 2022 top 10 picks and but put down a number right now so that's how that's 100 100 players right there more than that that's you're talking 300 and or okay. oh yeah 100 plays 100 plays yeah we're not doing the whole first round okay yeah, just top 10 of the last 10 years how many do you think are considered i guess this is where it gets loose um but i would say if you're if you're an everyday starter contributing that i'm that's, not that's sure I, I can't i can't think of a number off the top you can't of think of a number i mean you're you're so confident that you're gonna hit you can't think of a number. It should for you. It should be like above fifty percent. Most guys who are drafted though, in the top ten, are going to be considered. You're not gonna. You're not gonna think of any guys who are who are top ten favorites this year, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm nervous to draft this guy in the top ten. Nervous to draft this guy in the top because I don't think he's gonna be a franchise guy. When they draft him, they think you're gonna be a franchise guy. I don't disagree. But what you're saying right now is you shouldn't be excited about having a top 10 pick because you guys are so afraid of the PTSD nope. of Christian Ponder and LaFontaine. That's not, also not what I'm saying. This is, this is why you, this is why you guys are terrified. It's because you don't listen. You guys are terrified of drafting in the top 10. And I don't know why. I've, I've explained it. I, I don't You'd rather not hit at 25 than not hit at 10. I just, it's the same thing. I don't think you, I don't, you're a great debater, Hayes, because you just dance around. You go from one topic to the next, and like I can't follow the train of thought because I uh, never did I say I'm terrified to be in the top ten. This conversation started because you said I am ten times afraid of the Chicago Bears yeah, in and, five and then, years. And then, then I rephrased it. Okay, okay, I'm not ten started. times. I re immediately rephrased it. I said I'm not ten times, but I'm more afraid of a team that, that has, has draft, draft capital. And has a hundred million dollars to spend in free agency. And they already have their franchise quarterback on a rookie contract. They have they have the year. tools, but they have to put them into action, which I, I think they have not shown in a long time. So they have the tools, they could be good, but I don't know why we're fearing a team that has not shown any. And the Lions office. have shown it? They haven't won a division title in 30 years. But they but they, they were above five hundred. And they were a game for making the playoffs. the playoffs. But they missed it. They missed the playoffs just like the Bears missed the playoffs. <laughs> They've had as much You're right, is. playoff success as the Oilers have had in the last 30 years. Detroit and Chicago are on the same level of uh, of nervousness for Vikings fans. You're you're totally right. Totally the Lions great. have had as much playoff success as the, uh, as the Houston Oilers have in the last 30 years. I'm not Can even you following your points anymore. Andrew, take us to a different route of conversation. Um, Hayes' haircut is stupid. <laughs> nice. Won't defend that I'm either. You are, you are making me angry. What 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 other moves do we have that that have happened? Literally nothing. Nothing's happened. Chris Boyd's gone. Thank God. There really hasn't been a lot, <clears throat> which leads us with very little to talk about. So. I don't know where it got confusing. Where 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 you guys were confused? You 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 don't stay focused on one point, Hayes. You keep throwing these blind claims out that we're terrified of of being in the top ten. No, but we're not in the top ten. So I don't think I don't want to personally give up. You know, 
other years of first round picks just to be in the top 10 if if and then what i have to say to that is we haven't been hitting with our picks recently so why not take the risk how have we not been hitting with our picks three years ago we got literally the best wide receiver in the league at what was it 26 two three something along those lines it's 22 i think something like that and then a year later we got one of the better tackles in the league Thank then you. I'll, but then I'll counter with this. You have – was a Caleb Evans a draft pick? What, no, this – here's my point right here. Here's my point right here. We're talking about first-round picks that we're not hitting, and then you get proved Jeff wrong, Gladney. and then you immediately move it, move it to a different conversation. A Jeff Gladney was a first-round pick a couple years ago. He is dead. Yep. Louis C, rest in peace to Jeff Gladney. He had a tough end. Louis Seen broke his leg. In the fourth week of the season, uh, way, way, way too early to tell. Andrew Booth Jr., very, very early second round pick, has proved nothing. Nope, not Laquan Treadwell. Not Laquan Treadwell is a first round pick. Is... Laquan Treadwell is a first round pick. I think he has four career touchdowns. He's floating around on practice squads. Um, the Vikings have drafted 13 quarterbacks in the last 42 years. Teddy Bridgewater, first round pick, uh, destroyed his knee two years into his Vikings career. Um, Christian Ponder was a first-round pick. Yep. He was awful. Uh, so those are just off. Oh, oh, who else Who else do we got? Was Sharif Floyd a first-round pick? Yep. 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 There's another one. So mm-hmm. why not? All I'm saying is why not take the risk, give up two first-round picks, move up to get your franchise quarterback? Is- I truly believe that if it's Anthony Richardson, if it's um, – CJ Stroud, or if it's Bryce Young, that's a franchise guy. And that's what everyone's saying. I, If you want to name me a quarterback right now that everyone was saying was going to be a franchise guy and didn't turn out, I'd be happy to hear. I can't really think of one that everyone everyone was saying is a franchise guy. Andrew, this is where you have to step in because I, I, I don't know what ESPN was saying about college Zach Wilson was take, years ago. taken number two literally two years ago. He was taken number two, but people didn't think – not Trey everyone Lance. was super high on the guy. Trey Lance. Trey Lance played at NDSU. No one knew what he was going to perform like at the big stage. But he was still took in th- third overall. I would uh I would say every I'd say year, with Trey Lance, I'd say with Trey Lance, he has not had a fair shot to be able to show what he what he's been able to do. Mm, not because of injury, but because he has had he had to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He was already on a team that was uh, uh, ready to win the Super Bowl with Garoppolo. So, um, Jake Locker of the Tennessee Titans was considered a franchise guy. Have you ever even heard of him, Hayes? No, because he was a massive bust. Yeah, when was he drafted? Like 2012? Nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, just had it up. He was drafted 2011. So, 12 years ago. So just because it's it's more than 10 years ago, it doesn't count? Johnny Menzel was considered a franchise guy. I'll give you that one, sure. Oh, thanks. That. Thanks, Hayes. Um, I would also agree with Andrew. And then whenever about- I counter with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, all these guys, you say, oh, oh, but Jake Locker. We could hit with, it could be Jake Locker, it could be Christian Ponder again. You have to take a risk sometimes. 
because the Vikings are a team that's never going to be a top 10 overall pick. They just, they're not, they're like the Steelers. They're always going to be around eight, nine wins, always around playoff contention. Sometimes you got to be bad if you want to get to be a good again, if you want to be good again. And you've seen that with the Bengals and the Jaguars and the Chargers who all had these top overall picks and hit with them. And now they're all Super Bowl contenders next year. That's all I'm saying is sometimes you got to take that risk. And the Vikings haven't taken the risk at a quarterback ever. I mean, I'd say Ponder, I guess Ponder was the only one. And obviously, yeah, it did not work out. It was a huge bust. I can't think of another time. I mean, I, I think drafting in the first round or drafting a QB in the first round is considered taking a risk. And they never do it. Yeah, Teddy, that's another one. Okay. Um, listen, I think they're going to take a whoever, whoever we end up drafting, I'm going to support and trust our front office that they're making a decision that will be good for this team. Um, and I don't know. I guess we. This was a conversation we had in a in my college group chat. But do you think this team is only a quarterback away from being successful? I think if you take him on a rookie Let's answer the question. Contract. Is this team a quarterback away from from uh, from from being a franchise team? Or from being being like a, a, a competitive Super Bowl contending team. Okay, I'll is, say is our only missing link a quarterback. Yes or no? No, I don't think our only missing. So link is so trading three first rounds to get that quarterback makes no sense. So you're gonna roll with with what are you gonna do next year? You're just gonna roll with a rookie quarterback. So you're saying this is it. This year is Super Bowl or bust. No, no. I I I'm fine with the idea of drafting a quarterback. I'm fine with getting whoever the best quarterback is at 23 or, or whatever our number is, I'm hundred percent on board with drafting a QB. That's not the fear at this point. And it, it shifted slightly from, from, you know, Kirk's our guy to don't draft a QB. I'm fine. I'll, I'll let my PTSD go away and, and am fine with drafting a QB. I don't want to sacrifice other years of draft picks just because I am so desperate with getting a guy that everyone's hyping and moving up into the top 10, because in my eyes, we're not a quarterback away from being a franchise team. And you immediately put yourself in that position. If you give up future first round picks. I know just, uh, you could go from drafting a guy like Hendon hooker at 23 or moving up and drafting a guy like Anthony Richardson. And it's the difference. It could be the difference between drafting a Mac Jones and drafting a Josh Allen. We also we also don't know what next year brings. We could be six and ten, or six and eleven, and at that point they won't. They won't. They, with Kirk Cousins, you're never going to be under five hundred. With Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and that offense, there's no matter how bad your defense is, you're never going to be a top ten pick with Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Yeah. Oh, maybe if you start the season, you know, four and four, five and four, you sit Kirk and you have. Nick Mullins take over the rest of the season and see what that happens. Would never happen. That would never happen for the 500 team, but I know I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. We, I guess we probably will not be six and 11 with Kirk cousins, but um, I don't know when you listen, Hayes, this is a really good uh, debate and conversation. When you don't, it's infuriating. I listen. No, you definitely don't, but I, that's I, okay. You're I, learning. You're I, learning. I, 
You're young. You're 15, 16. No, I'm not. You're figuring it out still. You're the so. adult. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's close out here because we got twin sound to record as well. So, Andrew, any, anything you want to add? Mm, no. All right. This so I think I think it is official. I'd say maybe next next episode we we look at past top ten draft picks, mm -hmm. and that way we can have a healthy conversation where you understand that you don't automatically become a Super Bowl contending team just because you get a top ten pick. Which that is my only point. Not that I'm afraid of the top ten, but that we can't just assume if you're in the top ten you are all of a sudden going to be a great football team moving forward. I just can't wait till there's a bunch. What if I could, can I choose a side? Yeah, of course. I want to be on Hayes' side. All right. Sounds good. Good idea, my friend. This is Meet at the Quarterback, Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew.